Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. From Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in Cleveland, welcome to Cavs Insider, Cavs Media Day style here on Cavs Insider on YouTube, on our podcast, and uh, very soon on CavsInsider.com. I'm Brendan Gulick with John Rutter and Spencer German, and uh, we've spent the last several hours here chatting about uh, everything that's going on with the Cleveland Cavaliers. We heard from head coach J.B. Bickerstaff. We heard from Kobe Altman. We had a chance to talk to all of the players and get a feel for uh, a lot of the energy around this preseason. Uh, as you can imagine, there's some looseness. There's a lot of smiles. That's <laughs> pretty usual this time of year. There's not a lot of stress. Uh, and so this is our, uh, our our show telling you about our major takeaways from the day. Um, boy, I think just overall, the the energy and the environment was kind of what I expected. Yeah, this is the, the exactly the culture that these guys have tried to implement and have been successful implementing over the last couple of years. This is a real family environment. These guys, I described it to, this is how I describe it to everybody when I talk about this Cavs team. These are a bunch of young guys who enjoy playing basketball together. Uh, and we see more of that here, specifically with the addition of Donovan Mitchell. The buzzword that I got today was runway. Kobe Altman used it a couple of times. Uh, it's not necessarily championship or bust, but they do have high expectations for actually competing and securing a playoff berth this year. Yeah, John, you I mean you talk about like them kind of growing together. And I think that is almost like one of the best things about this team is just you had these young guys that all kind of came in last year. They got to kind of build. They added pieces along the way. Karis LeVert, now you had Donovan Mitchell, and he just kind of gets to step in and run with it from the from the jump. And I did talk to Karis LeVert about that a little bit too, just like now you have a full year with the team. Like what's that like now that you're not just kind of coming in on the fly? And the fact that they now get to kind of grow together, which – we didn't know they were going to be doing that with Donovan Mitchell. We didn't know what Evan Moby was going to be, but they're all kind of coming together at the same time, and they're just going to keep, you know, as as. But the buzzword of the day, runway. They're going to use that runway to just keep getting better and better. It's it's it's, it's a really cool and uh, exciting vibe, I think, around the team. Well, and I think it's interesting because you you know you get all these different reactions of like what people were doing when the Donovan trade happened. Some guys were on the golf course like Donovan was. Some guys were working out. Jared Allen was asleep. He was literally. He's like I, you know, like every other trade, I was taking a nap. Um, and, and it was it was pretty clear that the guys that are here are pretty fired up about the potential that this team has. I think the interesting balance that they're going to have to strike are okay. How do we? How do we try to match those expectations and not let all of the hype 
and the energy around us maybe be to our detriment because you can't start reading the press clippings, if you will. You got to go win games. Yeah, this is going to be the uh, really you know, the, the transition from the honeymoon of the come up to the weight of expectations now. And yeah, they you know talk about the runway and necessarily not championship or bust uh, this season, but uh, they've got their work cut out with them. The good thing is they have a good leader in JB Bickerstaff. I think that he has always been, you know, pretty calm cool even guy and i think that his team tends to reflect that um they really don't seem to get too high or too low this team's had some winning streaks and some losing streaks over the last couple of years and uh they really don't they really kind of stay true to themselves i think one of the things jb constantly says and we heard this last year even too is like we know who we are and he said that in the press conference today when he was asked about sort of living up to those expectations and the first time he's coaching this team with real you know expectations something tangible in front of you where people are expecting you to do something and he, he used that phrase again he said we know who we are we're going to keep playing our brand of basketball. We're going to come out here. We're not going to let that stuff sort of creep in and get and get the best of us. And like to your point, I they, they are a team that has a great leader. I think he's definitely the man for the job. And to the point of Kobe Altman as well, he tempered expectations from the start. One of the first questions he got asked, I think it was Chris Fedor, he said, you know, is it championship or bust this year? Like, is that is that the goal? And he kind of said, listen, like, we're not going into it with that, that mindset. We think we have a pretty competitive team. We're going to see how things go, but you know we're we're looking at this as a as a chance to kind of all come together and and see where this this new addition and Donovan Mitchell and this group can kind of take us. So. I'll just say this too, real quickly. It's very easy to talk about, you know, and to do the lip service about we have a good culture, we have good guys, we have genuine people that want to be here. But this is one of the few times where I actually see that put into practice and lived out on the floor. It's it's great to have somebody who's essentially running the show like Kobe to be able to say, look, it's not championship or bust. Let's see what we got. I, I wonder what they think and say and feel behind closed doors. Cause they're going to yeah. say the right things publicly. And I wonder as fans, if it's a, if it's a fair expectation for us to have, should it be championship or bust or, or should we go into the season feeling like, Hey, this, this is certainly the best team they've had here since they won a title and LeBron left town should we get too far ahead of ourselves because we think the potential's there or do we need to see 20 games before it feels a little more tangible? I think if you're a fan, you certainly have those expectations. It's easy to have that expectation look championship robust, but the good thing is they do have a couple of years to see how this thing all comes together and they can add more pieces and change pieces as this, as this continues to grow. These guys are all mid to, you know, mid twenties. Um, so in the primes of their career, plenty of time to let this play out. But this is the fun part of it. As fans, you can sit there and say, hey, I want to see them play and come, come next June. John, I, I want to go back to what you said, John, just about this is one of the first times that you feel like there really is this culture. And listen, there's reasons why Dan Gobert's kind of taking a back seat. But, I mean, my goodness, look at what happened when he finally sort of took that step back, didn't have his hands on a lot of the big decisions that were happening. He trusted somebody in Kobe Altman to build this thing the right way. And now here we are sitting for the first time with a team that actually has the fact that we can have this conversation, right? Wild. Like it's awesome. And it doesn't involve you guys all know who LeBron James, like he's not here to to be that guy. And there's other new players that we're talking about that are hopefully going to lead them into this new era. So I think that in of itself is exciting. And if fans want to have those expectations, by all means do it. I think it's great that the team's kind of saying all the right things. I'm not going into this season saying like, it's got to be championship or bust, but do I think they could get there if things fall their way and they stay sure. healthy? hundred percent. Absolutely. I, I, it's fun for me to listen to the stars of this team talk because you can't help but draw a few of the parallels across, you know, the way here across yeah. Eagle Avenue. The difference is 
the guys on the Guardian side are young and they have become proven players because of what they've done this year. Um, but maybe the expectations weren't there for them going yeah. into the season. And the Cavs, the very first thing that Kobe Altman said to start his press conference was basically, hey, we're fired up for the guys across the street and, and uh, you know, congratulations to the Guardians. We want to support them. Um, the, the difference here in this arena is that the expectations are already there because you've got guys here who already have been perennial all-stars who have shown they can win at the highest level. If Evan Mobley can be as good as he was in year one, gosh, the ceiling for him could be through the roof. There, there's a legitimate feeling like you could have four all-stars on this team. You know, I, I it feels a little Kevin, odd Kevin to Love say said that. that. Kevin Love said that. The exact same thing. There. Yeah, yeah. The talent's there, but it, it's like, is is that possible? Like you 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 think to yourself, like could that could that really be a thing? Someone's gonna someone's gonna get snubbed. It, <laughs> it happened it happened last year. Yeah, like Evan, I mean, well, in, even with you know the rookie of the year voting, Evan you know, a yeah, little bit of a snub. Yeah. Too. I mean, we saw last year like all of us in Cleveland knew how great Jared Allen was playing, and then he didn't technically because he ended he ended up getting put on, but it was like an alternate thing. Right. And it was kind of like, how did this guy keep getting missed? Like, and again, not not a lot of national TV games. That's going to change this year. So. Maybe we'll get four all-stars out of this team. We'll see. They're going to be on TV a little bit more. People are going to be talking about them a little bit more. But, yeah, it, it seems crazy to think that we're, we have a team here in Cleveland that could potentially have four all-stars, and it doesn't involve, again, LeBron James. <laughs> I was just going to say, and Jared, you talked about the all-star, you know, a little bit of a snub there with the uh, with the alternate uh, selection. I feel like his game doesn't necessarily lend itself to, like, the flashy sports center highlights, but this is a guy that just, like, brings his lunch pail. He does. The he, does. he does everything right. And he's cool. Yeah, he is, and he's like, like he's fine with kind of being more of that backseat guy. I mean, I don't think anybody was more comfortable than him when he was sitting up there answering questions about Pokemon and <laughs> shoes and his tennis so shoes. Or to the All Star game, like that was the talk of the town for a period of time. That that's that sums up his personality, hundred percent. I also, John, you brought up you know Evan Mobley getting snubbed a little bit for, for Rookie of the Year. I think secretly that type of stuff is going to be motivating this team, especially a guy like Evan who he probably felt like. Maybe he wasn't in the forefront of his mind, but he probably felt like most of the season, like, oh, yeah, like, I have a pretty good shot at winning this award. I'm sure people around him were telling him that. And then for it to kind of be snatched away at the last minute from him, just probably because of the way this, the season kind of ended for this team last year, you know, that, that stinks. But And I think somebody brought that up today, too, where they said, hey, you know, Evan, Evan's looking at that and saying, like, hey, I got to be better this year. I'm going to prove people wrong. So I think that's just another motivating factor for a team that already has a lot to be motivated about. Well, that was a goal that he set in his first press conference that he had in Cleveland when they introduced him. He said he wanted to get a lot of rookie of the year or rookie of the months and ultimately yeah. build that into a rookie of the year. Um, and he was he was right there. I think, you know, it's he didn't necessarily, quote unquote, accomplish the goal, but uh, he was right there in the conversation and set himself for the taking an even, an even bigger step this year. I'm excited to see what this kid looks like in year two. Oh, God. So yeah. I don't I use the word raw, just, you know, a seven footer that was that was so, so lean. He's made a concerted effort in the offseason to bulk bulk up. He said he wasn't sure how many pounds he put on. He's, you know, eating, eating better, the nutrition, the weight training aspect of it. Um, the, I mean, he could really we could really see a big jump from him in year two. It's funny that there's like there's rawness to him. Yeah. Right? He, he doesn't come yeah. across as super professionally polished because he's still a kid. Yeah. Right. But he's he's a man. Right. I mean, there's there's a there's a difference there. I'm not criticizing his ability to handle his business. It's just there is a youth about him that you don't see in too many guys his size. It's refreshing, too. <laughs> if you ask, you ask him a question with all these guys, you ask yeah. them a question, you get a genuine answer. Yeah. And we talk about expectations for the team as a whole. One thing I definitely am expecting for this group or really individually is, is Evan Mobley taking that next step in year two. I think everybody here in Cleveland thinks the word of him. 
there's certainly people on the outside, NBA at large, media looking at this team, and they're saying this guy is the real deal. He's that next big superstar for this team on a team that already has some guys you maybe think are superstars like Darius Garland and maybe Jared Allen and obviously Donovan Mitchell. So, yeah, that, that's something this year that I think I have very high expectations for is, is Evan Moby taking that next step, becoming an all-star, becoming that guy that we're saying, yeah, this, this is the guy that we're rallying around. This is the guy that you want the ball in his hands in crunch time. I want that to be Evan Moby by the end of the season. Um, on a slightly less serious note for a second, there was uh, probably a non-paid advertisement for Kevin Love uh, to plug <laughs> Il Rion uh, as his favorite pizza spot in Cleveland. Hashtag no free ads, but right. I agree. <laughs> I love Il Rion over in the Gordon Square area. It's awesome. And he said that's one of his favorite spots to take uh, take new teammates or take guys when they go out. And then he quickly said, I'm not giving away yeah, any right. of my other He's places. Like, that's it. I value my privacy and my solace sometimes. I, it might be an influx of Cavs fans making uh, uh, making a trip there to check I'll check tell you what, out. Il Rion is hard to get into it, anyways yeah. because it's, it's so pretty crowded. popular already. But, so but I love it. Maybe Kevin Love gets to jump the line, but us, we have to show up and like wait. So, uh, <laughs> You know, let's, let's talk uh, Darius Garland for a second. I laughed when I heard him say, man, I love taking 17 to 20 shots a game last year, but I am also looking forward to not having to do that this year because Donovan's here. I, I think, you know, one of the biggest questions going into the year is just, we think we know what that can be, but how does that actually look? And, and JB Bickerstaff essentially said the same thing. Like it might take a little bit for these guys to figure out the on-court chemistry, but we certainly believe that the pieces are in place. I certainly think there's going to be opportunities for them to for him to take those 17 to 20 shots on on any given night. It might not be a nightly basis thing. Sure. Um, but you know, this team's got a lot of weapons that teams are going to have to address and you know, whether you're you're focusing on Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, Karis LeVert maybe coming off the bench, uh Donovan Mitchell of course, like there's there's so many threats that th- that teams are going to have to to scheme towards um, on any given night someone could pop off for 30, 40 points potentially. Yeah, no, you're 100% right. And, and to Brandon's point of like, you're coming, you're bringing all these guys together. They all got to kind of adjust. I mean, Donovan Mitchell had a completely different role with the Jazz that he's going to have with this team. I mean, he sure. was the leader of that offense. He was handling the ball primarily here. He's, that's some of that's going to get taken off of his plate, similar to how Darius Garland someone's going to get taken off of his plate in terms of the number of shots that he has to take. So, yeah, it, it's going to take some time. It's going to take some meshing. Even the best laid plans, I, I I keep bringing up LeBron, even though he's not here. But when LeBron went to Miami the first time, everyone was laughing at how terrible they were at the beginning of the season. They still made the NBA Finals, right? Like, it took them time to kind of feel out how those things were going to go. I think for me, too, like, this, this starting lineup, we know four of the five spots for sure. Who's going to be in that three spot, I think, is the, the thing that I'm really watching as we get ready for training camp, as we get ready for these practices. What do you want to see? Off the top of my head, I think Levert probably makes the most sense from a scoring standpoint, but it's interesting because like what he brings in scoring, Okoro maybe doesn't bring you, but he's so good defensively, and you maybe exactly. want that body out there. So I'm interested to see how that shakes out. I actually asked both guys about that. Okoro gave the very standard. Okoro, I, I've heard, doesn't really <laughs> love to talk basketball with some of us media members, so he kind of gave the very basic just, well, whatever JB decides what he decides. And, you know, Karis kind of gave him more of a thoughtful answer about how he's just going into camp ready to work hard, going to try to prove himself and see what kind of how it shakes out. But, yeah, I, 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 I'm curious to see how that one does play out. I guess I would lean Karis off the top of my head right now just as he's maybe established himself a little bit more in the in the NBA. But I wouldn't be surprised if Okora kind of sneaks in there and gets it. And there's also maybe a sleeper in, in Dean Wade waiting, too, who could maybe sneak in and get it as well. I know JB loves his defense, and <laughs> yeah. as you talked about Okoro bringing the defense. I think that that, may, that could potentially be something that is almost like a matchup-based occurrence where depending Good on, point. Who, depending on yeah. who you're going up against on a given night, it could be Karras, it could be Isaac, it could be somebody else in there. Maybe that's part of the strength of this team is that they've got guys that yeah. legitimately have not just depth on the roster but 
you know, a, a variation of skill set and you feel like, hey, I can match up the way I want to in certain situations. Again, we'll sort of see how that goes uh, as the season plays out. Uh, I don't know that there was necessarily a slam dunk soundbite of the day, but I thought Darius Garland was pretty poignant when he said, hey, look, I, I want to have a shorter summer next summer than I had this past year. I'm not hoping it. We, we are expecting that we're going to win. Um, and, and and maybe there's the delicate balance of like, well, how high are your expectations internally, what you're saying versus what you're you're actually feeling? Um, but it, it, it the impression certainly was given today that these guys recognize they might be onto something pretty special here. Time to go see how it all works out. I think that that is kind of a nod to how cerebral this team could potentially be, where it's easy to look across that locker room and see the guys that you're in with. But I think that they all know and understand the work that goes into bringing this all together. And that really starts with JB preaching that from the top um, about, you know, cultivating that culture, developing as a as a team throughout, you know, get from game one to 82. Like this isn't just the thing that you're going to roll out. Like you said a few minutes ago, you're going to roll out game one and just go out like gangbusters. This is going to yeah. take some time to get together. And I think that they understand that. What was it a little over a year ago? You had Jared Allen with the, the quote about, yeah, you know, maybe in three, four years we'll, we'll be a five seed. I, I can tell you that Cavs fans, those expe- the expectations definitely higher than the five seed. The hope is that you're in that top four, you're hosting in the first round, and you're hopefully making a deep playoff run. So I can at least say that about the expectations for this team. I, I thought it was really cool that up front, J.B. Bickerstaff set the tone. We talked about that, but he, he, he specifically said, look, I really like – genuinely coming to work every day character matters and he said we're not going to sacrifice bringing in a guy that doesn't have the character to fit our culture just because he can do something on the floor he said we've got that right mix right now and he goes it's not like that everywhere else in the nba i he's been other places it's not like that uh and and so that's part of why I think it feels more tangible and real to feel good about this team because the energy in here around those guys wasn't fake. Right. And you know, there's, there's excitement about the beginning of the season and like, that's, that's regular, but the, the camaraderie, the, the goofiness between guys, it's, yeah, Evan Mobley even asked to press. Uh, he did, and it was and it was funny. Like, he threw he he, more, uh, more uh, the uh, conditioning drill that they have to do. Yeah, beep yep. test. That's right. Yeah, you know, he, he threw Donovan under the bus when he did it. It was just like that kind of stuff. You you want it from a young locker room that has parts of playoff experiences, but not as a whole. Uh, you want those guys to have that looseness, and then the super competitive edge when they get out on the floor. Also anxious to see how you know Ricky Rubio being reintroduced to this team. Okay. Uh, a good you know we we saw the impact that he had on that roster, not necessarily just on the floor, but in the locker room, uh, his presence and what they meant or what that meant for this team. Uh, and and what it was like when he was when he was hurt, um, just excited to see what he brings back. Um, and you know his relationship with Donovan Mitchell, I think, could really cause things to flourish for this team. Yeah, I mean the leadership on this team to the point on Ricky Rubio, Kevin Love, that's massive, especially when you have a young group. Having both those guys back, I got a couple of pictures of them sort of taking pictures together as kind of the senior leaders of this group. Um, yeah, that's going to be huge. And I agree with you, like you can go back and look at some of the numbers like this team statistically fell off when Ricky Rubio was gone when he when he got traded and he was out of the building which I can't blame them for making the trade like you have the contract there you should probably do something with it but once he was gone like there was just a different feel to this team completely and that's what led a lot I think largely to their collapse even though he 
even despite him not even being just on the floor, I think there was just some issues there with just the leadership. So the fact that he's back, the fact that he's able to kind of insert himself in that role again with Kevin Love, I think is going to be massive for this group. Ricky cracked a couple of jokes today, he too. He said uh, he paid Donovan Mitchell to sell his nice things about him in his, <laughs> his uh, introductory press conference. So, again, just you, it is very easy to like these guys. It is very easy to want to go put on a Cavs T-shirt and to flip on the game and to watch them on any given night. And that's why it's fun as a fan, because you feel like it's identifiable. You know, you don't feel like you're sacrificing any of your personal standards to follow the team. Um, we'll just leave it at that. Um, <laughs> you know, that's I, I know people have been wrestling with that in town, and, yeah. and I think it it's refreshing for them to feel like they're going into a season where that's just not part of the conversation for them, and that's no slight to another team in town. It's just that's what people are feeling in pockets of, of Cleveland fanhood. Uh, and so I, I think that's why there's partially a lot of uh, optimism around this team. Well, hey, and Brennan, you want to talk about like there being more of a buzz with this team? I mean, a lot of it with the guys are likable. Obviously, they had a great season last year, and they're looking to build on that. But just just in general, doing it here because I know John, I was talking to you. Like in the past, generally, it's just been at the practice facility. Yep. They set this whole thing up. I mean, it was yep. like station to station. They were kind of moving. It felt like this was a team that. Deserves to be talked about nationally, yep. but with with everybody. I was going to say, let's let's kind of wrap on what's behind us here, and largely being torn down at this point. But you know, there were certainly stations where guys were going through the run on Radio Row. Um, you know, a few guys were being put through the car wash for for different photo stops. Um, but did you have a favorite part that was not part of necessarily? sit down and interview a guy something that you saw back behind the scenes here i always love and they did this today the uh the kid the kid sports yeah, report that they have that's i a, think that's the go-to answer right? isn't it, it is. like so the little that. kids asking questions like they, they're just so innocent they're asking the most basic things like oh what's your favorite color crayon like it's it's the best i feel like we all see uh, like we all saw some of ourselves in some of those kids today like walking around there <laughs> the absolute best answer of the day it's one of the little kids asked robin lopez like hey what's your favorite restaurant and, and he wasn't really sure or didn't want to give an answer. So he kind of turned the question on them because the question was about what's your favorite place to eat in Cleveland. And the little girl's like, well, I mean, there's Chick-fil-A, there's McDonald's. <laughs> Places you can find like, anywhere else. Like, this is just gold, absolute gold content. That's great. That's awesome. great. So uh, a fun day here for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Any final thoughts? Anything? Looking forward to seeing this team uh, on the practice floor tomorrow. Yep. And uh, look, with preseason tips off, what, a week or so away? Uh, and before we know it, we will be uh, talking about this team headed to Toronto and uh, potentially being there to, to see them tip it off against the Raptors. Yeah, I mean, I'm just excited, Brendan, about both being able to cover the team this year and, and for the fans out there watching to be able to be part of this run because I think it's going to be a really special season. Whether that ends in championship or not, I think it's still going to be something worth tuning in for, something for fans to get excited about. Um, and, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I get to sort of be part of the ride with, with this team here that we have assembled because I think we're going to do some great stuff. We certainly have some great content coming your way. We're, uh, we're certainly excited. The Cavs will get underway with practice starting tomorrow. We will have some uh, media availability after practice, and we'll share with you whatever – uh, whatever is said and whomever says it, uh, we'll certainly have that posted. And and please keep in mind that uh, this is just the beginning for us. We will have publishing rights on CavsInsider.com, part of the Sports Illustrated Media Group, Fan Nation Network. Uh, that starts on October 1st. So for the first uh, week or so here, you'll just see our faces and, and hopefully hear the podcast. Uh, but starting on October 1, you'll have plenty of content that you can read as well. Um, so that's uh, that's it from Cavs Media Day today. We'll check in with you tomorrow from Independence. For Spencer German, for John Rutter, I'm Brendan Gulick. Thanks for joining us here on the Cavs Insider Podcast from Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse in Cleveland. We'll see you tomorrow. Cavs Media Day was awesome.